Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. There is a short story by Walter Wangren called The Ragman. You may have read it, or you may have heard it read at a Curcio or Happening Retreat. It is the story of a man who collects rags, old ones for new. He asks nothing in return for these rags, but amazingly, when he takes someone's old rags, he seems to also take away their burdens and their anxieties. For example, this ragman encounters a woman sitting on her back porch. She is sobbing into a handkerchief. Her shoulders shake and her heart is breaking. Give me your rag, the ragman says, and I'll give you another. And as, and as he leaves her, the ragman puts her stained handkerchief to his own face, and then he begins to weep, and she is no longer weeping. The ragman at the end of the story ends up at the dump, piles all of his used dirty rags in a pile, lays on top of it, and dies. But then, three days later, the ragman is alive again, and all of those dirty rags are clean. The story is an obvious allegory, a story revealing the nature of Jesus and the power of his resurrection. Jesus takes our sorrows and our pain upon himself, and through the Easter miracle, all is made well. It is a sweet and powerful story. I am reminded of the ragman when I think about helpers, folks whose vocation it is to do good, to rescue us from the randomness and brokenness of this world. I think of folks like Constance and her companions, those Episcopal nuns and their compatriots who moved to Memphis to teach music and grammar at St. Mary's Episcopal School, but who stayed when so much of the city fled to care for the sick and orphaned during the yellow fever epidemic of 1878. All of them died. Constance herself died on the floor, laying next to the bed of one of her companions. She didn't want to contaminate another bed. She was 33. Martyrdom, whether it be dying for the faith or die, dying while engaging in the call of the faith, elicits a singular question. Would I do the same? Would I give? Would I sacrifice? Would I step, in, step into the breach when those who should have fail? Would I pay the bill with my own flesh and blood? Would I do so for my family? Of course. I would like to think I would like to think so. Would I do so for a parishioner? It depends. Would I do so for a stranger? Would I do so 
for my Lord. I pray I would, but I don't know. If you are my friend on social media, you know that I have been sharing a lot of information lately about this pandemic. You probably wish I would stop that and go back to exclusively sharing photos of my children and dad jokes. Those will return in due time. But I was especially struck by something I shared the other day. An acquaintance of mine is a doctor in Charleston, South Carolina, and he posted and I shared a video testimonial of one of his colleagues. This guy is right out of central casting. Scrubs, white hair, a kind and wise face. If you look up doctor in the dictionary, there is a picture of that guy. But what struck me was not his doctorness, but that as the video began, he did not immediately share some friendly wisdom or earned insight, but he began to cry. And the video does not cut off, the camera does not turn away or skip to the moment when he managed to compose himself. Instead, it stays with him honest about his anguish and the depth of his pain. He cried for a while. His burdens, like the ragman's rags, are starting to break him. Our medical professionals, nurses, doctors, therapists, technicians, administrators, aides, support staff, even med school faculty and their students. They are constances among us. They are the companions, and they are the rag men and rag women. They are the hands of God. And as God said to Jesus in today's gospel, they have glorified it. And today we honor them. Today we give thanks for them, and today we pledge to support them in every way we can. For our friends in the healthcare profession, the ushers have these prayer cards. They are a small thing. Perhaps you could put it in your wallet, you could slide it into your badge, or you could keep it in your pocket but know that with it are the thanksgivings and prayers, the love of your brothers and sisters here at the Chapel of the Cross. So when you report for your shift, you know that you are not alone, but a great cloud of witnesses surround you and support you. It is a small thing, but I pray that you see all that it is. And we can't say it enough, but thank you for all that you are doing. Jesus says in today's gospel, Very truly I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who lose their life, those who love their life, lose it. And those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life.
Remember Bible study 101. When Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, that is the gospel saying, wake up, pay attention. Not that we shouldn't pay attention to everything Jesus says and does, but especially when prefaced this way. And this reminds us that for the reign of God to emerge, for the kingdom of Christ to be incarnated here and now, we must die to self so that the world can be made whole. We must put aside our selfish ways, the dark temptations and conspiracies of this world, and walk instead in the light, doing all that we can to support and uphold our neighbors for the greater good. We are all constants for each other, then all will live. Today, we give thanks for Constance and her companions. We give thanks for our connection with Constance here at the chapel, especially our beloved chapter of the Daughters of the King, named in her honor. And we give thanks for all of our present-day Constances, and we pledge to uphold them as they bear great burdens. And we pray for God's help and grace and inspiration that we may be heroes too. We will get through this together. And we will get through this with Christ. Amen.